Miriam Tazi in the house. Malcolm Riddle. What's going on? Not much. What's up? You know how I do it. Not really. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, running, I'm running a professional outfit here. <laughs> yeah. People, welcome to another episode of American Riddle, and you know how we gets down. Mm-hmm. We had to take a week off. Thanksgiving, we got off. We didn't. I didn't warn the audience. No, you didn't. I didn't warn the co-host either. <laughs> Who was I, spo- <laughs> I, Who was I supposed to do? No, you can tell them now. That's that's giving them a heads up. Hey, man, I would like to warn you guys, but I don't know, man. I feel bad after the fact. I'm like, I wonder if I should. But I mean, who am I going to warn? <laughs> I don't. Well, did you not? One word. I'm going to warn. <laughs> Like a no, but did language. you know that you weren't going to podcast? No. I okay, just... well then you didn't know. Then it's okay. Why do you feel bad? Go podcast about not podcasting, but I'm not going to podcast this week, guys. Or you mean like put something on social media? Yeah. Oh, what's okay? It's kind of a responsibility. Shame. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. Damn. You were concerned with turkey and lamb and ham. Yeah, and... I mean, you know, I don't. I really don't get down with Thanksgiving on that level so much as it is eating. But I guess. It's it's more a tradition throughout the United States. I mean, they don't celebrate the shit anywhere else. It's not uh, in Canada. They do. They do. Yes, it's in October though. Why? Because their Thanksgiving is a different time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in October. That's weird. It's, I didn't it's know weird that. Weird to you, but October's Halloween. <laughs> That's like mid-October. Like the fourteenth or the fifteenth or something like that. I think I don't remember. You guys, you guys, tell me, man. I mean, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I, I do get it, but just what we know today, and I guess it goes back to this, you know, politically correct. It's not even politically correct if you think of Thanksgiving in the Native Americans. Why are we celebrating this? That's my point. No, I understand your point. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like Columbus Day. Why do we celebrate that? Because it's money, that's why. Well, now, yeah, being in the retail side of it, it's definitely like, you know, you work, it's a holiday for most people, and then they come and shop. That's really what it is. There's like Columbus Day sales now and and stuff, you know? And I get, but I get, I get being thankful for something. So I guess that's the way you have to separate it. But I think, I think Thanksgiving cuts (laughs) pretty deep in, in the Native American community. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, it's definitely changed the... You know, when things are Americanized and consumerized, it changes everything. But even the the history gets kind of lost, you know. Um, they don't care. I mean, it's the same thing with Christmas. It's just all about shopping and people going nuts yeah, and then trying like, to catch the sales. Right. Black Friday. You know what I mean? Cyber oh, Monday. And, forget about it. The Black Friday is ridiculous. I told you I went to the best. Yeah, you you kind of went out there. I did not. I I was I, I was I was fresh. I was refreshed, refreshed, and and my legs were fresh. So I was like, yeah, let me just see what it's, the fuss is all about, and just went up into Best Buy. That's pretty like adventurous of you. Yeah, I, I thought about that. Would think I don't know. It was just not the norm. You know, you were in a good mood. Yes, I'm rare, <laughs> very Weird. rare. But they were only letting fifty people in it. I told you, right, they yeah. were only letting fifty people in at a time, which is smart. I've watched a couple of videos where they just open the gates That's and people run. Stupid. It's a madhouse. Now you have to it's have ridiculous. a little bit of control with the chaos, you know. But the the clip that you showed me with the Native American clips, getting back on that, just just real quick, because many of you may or may not know, I am part Native American. I'm from the uh, the Creek Nation, 
my grandfather uh, was 100% uh, Creek and his parents 100% and their parents 100%. So it goes on and on and on. And um but we we still growing up celebrating Thanksgiving. I never remember like being taught anything except for my old man. My old man would break the shit down. What did he say? I can't remember. But Good he would, job. He would. <laughs> Good I mean, he broke everything down. You know yeah, what I mean? Everything well, sounds was, like you. Yeah. <laughs> you do too. Do <laughs> different subjects. Yeah. Do you but, remember everything I break down? Well, now it's on a podcast, so I can go back and reference yeah, it. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I'm also. I mean, I can remember most stuff. You repeat yourself sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, you're not teaching me anything new here. Why are you complaining about the same thing again? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, it really bothers you. I can understand, but. But um, the whole Native American thing and the Columbus thing, it's just, uh, it annoys me more and more the older I get. Just like, you know, when I sit with my son, it's the same thing. I I talk to him just about some of the things that they teach him at school. I'm like, you know, that's not the, that's not the real story. Yeah, like it's shocking gonna, that it's still, the wrong history is still taught. It's a lot you know? of stuff. It's Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very, lot of stuff. The s- curriculum is, I don't know. I don't really know the American curriculum in schools and things like that as much. But, yeah, you should play this clip. I found this just online. I saw it. I came across it on Facebook, actually. It's interesting. It's a uh, <clears throat> in, in, on YouTube, it's if you just YouTube Native Americans on Thanksgiving, it will come up. But I'll, I'll, play, the, uh, I'll play the clip, and it's, a, it's a, uh, a group of Native Americans speaking about Columbus, Christopher Columbus, and I believe Thanksgiving as well. So let's, let's see what, uh, what's being said. Oh. Evil. Pure evil. Word association. Invader. He got lost coming here, and he's the one that named us Indians because he thought he was in India. So he's, he's not a good figure to the Native community. Confused. <laughs> I don't think we should have a holiday for it. <laughs> Pain. Claiming North America is, is like land that could be claimed and could be taken. It's the start of a lot of pain. Christopher Columbus. Mm. Uh, I guess ignorance. Oh my god, murderer, rapist. Genocide, the atrocities committed, just grotesque. Um, and the scars are still felt today. Evil. Evil. Ah, uh, fuck him. Yeah. yeah, fuck Columbus. Fuck Christopher Columbus. That's a big fuck you. He's the first terrorist in America, that's for sure. It's according to the U.S. government law, it says if you partake in somebody that's stealing, then you're just as guilty. Everybody knows the United States was stolen. So therefore, all those that are original, that knows about the genocide, the rape, the murder, the theft, the putting on the reservations on a rock that they couldn't survive on, they're going to have to face judgment. Murderer, um, rapist. It always was weird to me to have that day off in celebration of somebody. Like, you... We don't have a day for Hitler, but it's, you know, it's the same thing. Let me stop you right there. 
because I talked about this recently with you, I believe. Me ranting when I was watching The Man in High Castle, and Man in High Castle is a fictitious story. Um, they made it it's in a book. I forget, what's the guy's name that, that wrote The Man in the High Castle? Um, he wrote Blade Runner. He wrote a, a bunch of stuff. My point is, mm. The Man in the High Castle depicts if Hitler would have won, mm-hmm. and the Japanese would have won, how the world would look today. And it's, it's it's funny that this this Native American gentleman said that you know there's no Hitler. If Hitler would have won, there would have been a day of celebration for that. In this case, right over, and again, you know, I'm, I'm no historian, but over a hundred million Native Americans wiped off the face of the earth. Um, but that's a serious number, right? Yeah. Not on the winning side. So the winning team. You now have the celebrations of Columbus Day, quote unquote Thanksgiving, and and things of that nature. Whereas these these last lost tribes were forced, right, into a territory and forgotten about. Mm-hmm. You, you don't see Native American. If you go to the movies and you've heard me bitch and complain about this, whether on a podcast, more so off the podcast with Mariam Tazi, <clears throat> about how few black people are depicted in films mm-hmm. today. Few. You know, if you go back and you look at, I'll just say Even it, as you, like extras and stuff, just like in like the... You're not counted. You're not counted as a group, okay? <laughs> look at how many Native Americans produce, write, star, co-star... Or extras. This is the land that we live on. And there's not any representation. There's not even talk. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you lost, quote unquote. You, you lost. You were on the losing side. Therefore, we allow you to live on a territory in the U.S. No funding. Little funding. Probably none. And... Here it is, and then we'll throw it in your face and have these celebrations and blah 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 blah. Give blah, you blah, casinos. Oh well, yeah, you get you, you get a, every now and again you get a you know give you, you a gambling yeah, yeah, problem yeah. and drinking problem <clears throat> and stuff just to keep you. There's an issue, man. I have an issue, up. and it's the same thing. I mean, if you look at what's going on throughout the country with the with, and there's nothing new about the killings. Countless numbers of African Americans just being shot down, and I would say killed like dogs, but. Dogs are celebrated better than humans. Animals are celebrated more so than humans. Everyone's got to be a part of some animal rights group or this side of the other. Come on, man. And, they, you know, they always say, oh, they're killing each other in Chicago and they're doing this in the gangs and stuff like that. But still, the point is we need to we need to mobilize and fix this. We need to care more about human life. I'm not even going to get worked up on this man because i already have palpitations but my point to this matter is when you're not even depicted on on just pop culture when you're just overlooked there's a, a, a lack of respect and when i mean a lack of respect i don't mean a lack of respect for your talent i mean for your life Mm -hmm. for your being just as for your existence existence yeah and this isn't just black people. Like this should, isn't just Native exist. Americans. That's basically the message: is you shouldn't exist. This you don't exist. Yeah, this, it's like, well, what? what? <laughs> yeah, this isn't. This isn't just the, these two groups. 
This is also the war on Islam that's going on right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? The way that it's it's being, you know, put into under a microscope is just the pure evil of the world. And I think at some point we need to take a look at uh, the people that are actually uh, uh, speaking against these groups, whether it be black people or uh, uh, Islam or not even speaking or not even mentioning Native Americans. You know what I mean? But, well, why would he, well, you know, but I guess the question is, why, why even care? You know what I mean? Why, why do people, if, you, if you're living in a suburb somewhere right now, right? It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect you that there's, there's uh, uh, yeah, I guess. problems within the inner city or problems within a Native American community uh, and things of that nature. Why, why, why does it even matter? You know what I mean? Until something does come to your community. That's what I'm saying. Like, it only affects you when it happens to you, you know? But, I mean... Are you worked what up makes on this it di- What makes a difference if, if, it, if you know the person? Like, I don't know. I just... We're all human beings, going back to that. Like, I just don't understand why we can't... And none of it's new. Other. No, none of it is new. This is... We're talking about history, you know, to a certain extent. And well, the lack of accuracy in the history that's being portrayed and how we're celebrating the wrong thing and it just doesn't feel right so my way you know is I do things my way and if one day I have children you know like I would try to educate them I can actually try to do that in my inner circle with my family and my friends and things like that and try to educate on that level or at least bring up and you know bring up the topic to kind of create discussion you know and kind of see you know try to open people's minds a little bit more and kind of bring things back to reality, you know, and that's the little things that we can do. But, you know, also highlighting the point of all of that, you know, it is to spend time with your family. It is to have a day off. It is to eat a meal with your family, you know, like that's trying to take the good message out of it, you know, and instead of it being all about greed and keeping with that disgusting, you know, mentality that has gotten us to this place, you know? Like, I just think that, you know, maybe it's naive of me, but at least trying to focus on that more and, like, maybe, you know, boycotting a little bit some of this uh, expenditure, you know? And just... I mean, cut the charade, man. Yeah, like, kind of focus more on the family. Like, it's shocking to me that Thanksgiving is probably one of the only meals that American families have with each other, you know, and I grew up in a household where it's like we were forced to have dinner with each other. Forced. That's how it feels. But you shouldn't, shouldn't have to be forced. Right. But it was it was a thing like I had to be home if I was hanging out with my friends. It was like I have to be home for dinner. Like no. They're like, you can't have dinner with us. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't mm. understand. Like dinner there's, time is the only time basically that we have. Yeah, together. There, there's something comforting. And, and this is the, the, the breakdown of community community itself. When you, you lose that community within the household it then becomes contagious because if you're doing eating solo, if you're riding solo, doing everything solo in the house and there's a house full of people, then that's going to be contagious outside and how you operate. And that just spreads. You know what I mean? If you, even in your work and all that, it grows <clears throat> with you. It does stay with you. You should too. fellowship. You should. And yeah. and I'm guilty of that too. I mean, well, you know, just with my parents splitting up, I remember a time before that, that we would all sit down and eat even with my son, you know, I'm not with his mother, but once upon a time, we would eat every day like clockwork together. Not so much anymore 
uh, as a, you know, I, I'd like to, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it is important and, you know, it's, it's a time to rejoice and, and have conversations and, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that that's, it was always, it was very tense, you know, we had our course. issues, <laughs> but it was something that we did. And today I kind of, I value it, even though it wasn't always great, you know, like we try to keep I don't it. think you need to have a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, sitting here saying, get rid of Thanksgiving. I'm not, I'm not saying of that. Of course not. I'm not. No, but know, I'm just saying, look, look at but, it realistically, you know. you know, and try to take the good out of it, you know, um, and um, not, not only the greed and the, but also... But would you do that? Would you, would you, would, would, if you were on the losing side, and this is just purely hypothetical, if you were on the losing side and this country was occupied by Nazis and you knew your history, would you celebrate a day for Hitler? No, I'm not, would you try to find the good in that? Knowing that your family, family's family, family was exterminated, that would be a tough pill to swallow. I probably, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that I would be able to bring myself to a celebrate. Million. But I would, I would, uh, it's difficult. I mean, I grew up in a place, like I, with the different cultures and stuff, even Christmas for me is like very, it's very bizarre to me, you know, I'm not christian and i'm not like christmas like it was very weird it's very like i haven't celebrated christmas with my family in like 20 years yeah. and my dad's coming and i just don't know how to react to that but is he coming like, to what? celebrate christmas or is he coming well, to be with his kind family of, he like well, it's that's the thing though it's like all of a sudden now it's becoming like oh it's for my kids and we're like we haven't yeah, but he's older now we've talked I know about that, this i know but it's just like the the principle of it, and it's like he's trying to look at it as more like, okay, he's Muslim, you know, my stepmom's Muslim, you know, but they're going to come here to celebrate Christmas, you know, and it's They're celebrating like, the spirit of coming together. Yeah, so they're, I get it, what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah, try to look saying. at it like sure you are. Yeah, I get what be saying. with a family. Yeah. It's an excuse to just spend some time and have a meal, and it's that's kind of how I'm Not so much an excuse, but it's an opportunity yeah. to, again... Uh, be around the people that you love and to fellowship and to enjoy. Right. Like even Thanksgiving, my parents were not that we have anything to do with Thanksgiving, but for us, it's like, oh, it's a time to talk about the food that we can make. You know, you know what I mean? Just, yeah, no, I get that. That's what I I mean. Not that it's a celebration of something or ignoring the history. That's why I I show this to you. You know what I mean? So it's like, it brings awareness and I'm glad that this was like, Going around in social media, it's bringing some awareness. You know? Well, I'll tell you one thing I didn't ignore, and what? that were the that was the pies. <laughs> I had lots. Well, you were in charge of the pies at your house, right? Yeah, I had. <laughs> I had. Uh, we had. Yes, I didn't boycott that. Let me tell you, people. Malcolm Riddle talks a lot of shit, as my mother says. I talk cash shit. Is that what you mean? Cash say? shit. Yeah, I don't even know what cash. I don't even know if that's in the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> But cash shit, it it might be. I don't know. I don't have time to look it up right now. But that's a word, people. So yeah, she says I talk cash shit. The yes, I had pies galore. So what kind of pies did you have? Ah, I, um, apple pie, of course. That's 
I mean, you got to have, have apple pie. Have we talked top five apple, apple or pies what? on the... Have we talked to top yeah, five so. apple or pies <laughs> on I mean, the podcast? Try saying that six times. That is not easy. Have you tried talking pies on the podcast? There's the best pies <laughs> out there. I mean, you got, I mean, the top five, it's like the top five MCs. You know what I mean? No, no, you got, we're not going to have this discussion again. So pie, right now. pie eating is like hip hop. Okay, so <laughs> I had to throw hip hop into the conversation. Okay. So you got apple pie. Right? Is there an order right now to your top? Order? No, no okay. order. But apple pie is probably the creme de la creme. Okay. I mean, let's keep it real. Apple okay. pie. Is cherry pie in the top five? Not for me. Huh? It looks good, but I'm not a big cherry pie fan. Like, you get one just to taste it, then you realize time to move on. You know what I mean? So you got apple pie, uh, uh, pecan, pie pe- pecan pie. God, that's even hard. Blah. <laughs> Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Yeah, pecan. Pecan. Pe- See, I don't know I what's right. Pecan. Caramel, caram- caramel, caramel. That's why I say caramel. Pecans, I don't know. How to- pecan. Le- I don't even know how to say pecan in French. So, pecan pie. Apple, apple pie. pie. What's a, uh, I don't know. Name them. Top five. I don't know. I like strawberry rhubarb, blueberry. Yeah, blueberry is really Blueberry pie there. is up there. Peach is pretty good, too, but I don't know if it's in the top five. Raspberry. I like tarts, you know. Tart, but, tarts not a but pie. But pecan, though. I know. But it, you can put the same stuff that you put in a tart inside a pie. But my favorite, my top pizza pie. No, it is a pie. Yeah, but I think we're talking more fruit sweet. Who's, I'm just saying. If you that if you look be, at the most, if you want consumed pie. Fine. No, I'm talking about most consumed. What's your favorite? Uh, apple pie. Apple pie is your top. I mean, you know, it's. I still like key lime pie. Key lime pie is really good. Oh yeah, but then we were talking about the difference between pies and tarts, and crumbles, and that we cobblers. did have cobblers. Yeah, we've had this discussion. Like a peach. <laughs> we went really in depth with this. Yeah. <laughs> I had dis- That's right. I forgot about this whole thing. Maybe it was last year during Thanksgiving that we had this thing, this discussion. I mean, like, you got okay. So you got pumpkin pie. Yeah, well, a lot of people are going to be upset that we forgot pumpkin pie. I'm okay with pumpkin pie. It's not like Lemon favorite. meringue pie? Coconuts cream? They have shepherd's pie. That's I guess not, you're that's, right. You could do pe- right. I'm telling you, if you can do shepherd's pie, excuse me, pizza you can do pie. you can do pizza pie. All right. Well, now we're just getting... So, I don't know. What's your top five? Let us know. Tweet us. Um, oh, wow, you go from Native Americans genocide to well, top five well, pies. We were talking... Yeah, I did not skip out on the pies. I ate a lot of pie, and somehow I did not gain any weight. Maybe it was like a half a pound. I think it went right to my face. <laughs> my mother snapped a picture of me, and I've never looked more round in that picture. Like my whole dome, my dome, like it, it, it just it can't well, even get even more. your eyes were really round. Everything was round. It's like. Great, she's taking a picture. I had a tight shirt on, you know what I mean? Because I didn't dress up. I even asked. I was like, should, I, should we dress up? You know what I mean? Put a college shirt on. You know, don't worry about it. So I, I just wore, you know, what I have on, just my t-shirt. Just came, yeah, shock. Shock with a round head. Yeah. My face is getting round just talking about pies. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, I tra- you, you tried it, but I, I made... My first pecan pie, and it turned out pretty tasty. Mm, mm, mm. It was really good. Yeah, it was crazy. But, 
you know, it goes on and, and the day or everything moves on the black Friday deals. After that, people going nuts, TVs. I went to the best buy and they, people were carrying TVs out, carrying them, which I thought was fascinating. As I told you once upon a time, you couldn't lift the TV. <laughs> couldn't even, you could not lift the television. Now you can just carry it out. 50 inch TV right on your shoulder. Just be out of there. That's great. You know what I mean? You can't do that. No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you got a JVC, you know what I mean? If you got a, one of them JVC tube TVs back in the day, I don't even remember people. 20 years ago, there were no Black Friday like craziness. Maybe it was for toys, but yeah. it wasn't wasn't for TVs now because really if, you had a, if, if you had a Sony Trinitron, you couldn't like fight someone over that thing weighed about 190 pounds. <laughs> you need a forklift for that shit. <laughs> Floor model televisions when I was a kid, the ones with the wood and then the speakers on each side, like people knew they had something. And you always had to look at TVs at an angle going down. That's right. They now everything's down. looking up. It's true. It's weird. You know? Yeah, so you couldn't lift those things. Those no things way. had to be delivered. It's a piece of furniture. So yeah. things didn't change. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like right after the holidays or right in the midst of holidays, there's the shooting we were just talking about in, uh, where is it, California? Yeah. Craziness. All over. Chicago, craziness. California, craziness. Doesn't end, Right. No, it's it's a constant, definitely a constant. Uh, we're losing our minds, you know. We really are, and it I just it always comes down to like you know the internet. No, we're not. We're not losing our minds. This has always been going on. Well, I think we're losing our minds because now interfer- it. I feel like a lot of it does have to do with just the access of information. You know, it's just too instant and. Yeah, but it's, it's always an, been going it's on. It's overload. I think it's just an overload for some people and for most people. And I don't. Th- I don't know. I can maybe. Maybe the government is right not to tell us certain things. Maybe there are things that we just can't handle. You know, <clears throat> it's kind of fucked up. But I don't know the way people are reacting to. Uh, I don't know. Well, the L.A. one that just happened the other day is is off is 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 crazy. I got uh, I got the wolf. Oh, that's right. From uh, L.A., our boots on the street checking in with us. Wolf, you there? Oh no! <laughs> what the fuck? You just signed up on your face. What, what happened there? I thought I was gonna blend it in. I was being a an engineer, you know, and gone off the line. We lost the wolf as soon as you ask for it. We, beep, beep. We lost the wolf, but I'm sure he'll. He'll be calling back. Maybe something happened. Yeah, no, it's uh, <clears throat> and you know, even I t- I've talked to you about this. I feel like I'm obligated to t- to at least hit on subjects that are political. Uh, but you know, I, I think we need. I think what we need is experts or people that are actually out there in the field. You know what I mean? Experiencing it to call in or to check in on the on the podcast. You know what I mean? I can give my opinion, but why would anyone? Tune into the American Riddle podcast to hear my opinion. So that's why I got my man, the Wolf, out there, and um, he uh, he's going to check in with us. Wonder if he's uh, let's get around. He must not realize that. Uh, 
<laughs> this is a professional show. Yeah. Because <laughs> he keeps calling, so. From? From L.A. Why does it do that? Why don't you just call? Yo. <laughs> Wolf, you there? Yo. What up, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we were just talking about the shooting in California and the importance of having boots on the street and people that are in any specific community that can, you know, let us know what's going on. And, and you're our guy in L.A. Yeah, that's right, man. So what's happening now? So, yeah, it was, it was a total surprise to me. You know, um, I, I actually was told the news by a homie up in Canada. You know, so that's how long, I mean, that's how big it, the news it reached. That was pretty impressive. I mean, I had to find out from a whole other country. Oh, you didn't? You, but you, this really... Uh, it went down on about like forty miles away from where I reside. Yeah, and uh, I know a couple of people in that area still. Still, and uh, I actually actually used to live out there myself for about two months. Um, yeah, but you can't. It's, it's a pretty. Yeah, it's a, it's a friendly area. It, it's uh, you know everyone say. minds their own. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can't escape it. Like we talked about this in the beginning of the show, where. At some point, it's gonna the craziness, the madness, is gonna come knocking on your door. Even if you live out in the suburbs or something like this, because as you know, oh, yeah. in L.A., in Chicago, in New York, and all these urban places where you people, I guess they're they're kind of programmed to expect danger because of the inner city. Yeah, it's, it's almost conditioned. It's it's, it's already there on the back of our heads that you know it's bound to happen around in this area. You know. Or any other um, big city that crime is a, a known thing, and out there where this happened, it, it definitely isn't uh, any type of uh, gang violence. You know, nothing like that. So it was really, really odd that it came from this type of area. But yeah, it's a, definitely an eye opener that it can come to where out wherever you're at. And it makes you makes you wonder, like what. What's next, and when will it directly? And I think it's impacting everyone, regardless, because everyone's scared. Everyone's on pins and needles. Everyone's looking at yeah their neighbor like they're a thug, a gangbanger, or a terrorist. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, immediately, people. I actually heard the news. Uh, one of the news uh, reporters they said. It's terrorism, but it's not terrorism in the usual sense. So already we're programmed, uh, per se, that it's supposed to be some kind of religious or, or Muslim type of uh, terrorist. And that's that's, you know, that's my point. Terrorism is terrorism is when you're afraid. You know, it's an attack to make you afraid to continue your life as you were. And obviously, this is terrorism, no matter what of race, religion, anything. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. And I'm glad you hit on that point because we were talking about that as well, that we shouldn't be so fast or we should be aware that there's a programming going on where people are trying to associate every Muslim with terrorism. You know what I mean? Every right. every black person is a thug. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not the case because exactly. terrorism, evil comes in many shades, many colors, many backgrounds. Oh, yeah. 
And it doesn't represent, like, it doesn't represent the whole, you know, group. You know what I mean? That's the thing is that it's like a small few who create a lot of terror is, you know, making everybody who is Muslim or making a whole religion seem, you know, awful when it's not really, that has nothing to do with the religion. It's not part of the religion. If you're really Muslim, you wouldn't do stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's... People are it's nuts. Di- yeah, like because of association, you're associated to the bad guys. Completely, right? completely. Yeah. You know, and then the media just jumps on it. Completely, the, the media is set up now. If you look at CNN or if you look at, uh, uh, you know, MSNBC, Fox, it's almost the- these, it's almost these. theatrical. Really? It's hard to even watch, though. Yeah, like, it, 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 I can't believe it's real most of the time anymore. Yeah, well, it's also really, turned into I, like a I, movie. I actually think it's set up sometimes. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So again, we have to. I guess we have to, like I said, mobilize and educate ourselves. But what's going to end up happening is everyone's just going to be strapped. Think about so that, it. Not, that's another thing. I was, I was uh, reading. Uh, I guess uh, on Black Friday, everyone. Everyone started to do their shopping, you know. So um, I guess there was some kind of a record that just in California alone, um, the Black Friday sales for for guns was enough enough sales to start a whole army. Great. So that's the state of of mind Americans are in right now. That's not going to make me feel safer. Yeah. No. It's a. I mean. It's tough because I'm a I'm a gun owner, but it's not it's it's not the guns that I fear as much as I fear how easy it is to get them and people who are unstable uh, get the, them. The mental, the, the yeah, anyone can pull a trigger. It's the mental that you know whatever someone's plan is. You know, if, if they got a tool like that, they're definitely going to use it. Yeah, because they're not stable enough. Because they could, they could. It's, uh, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, they could, they could stop making guns today. You know what I mean? They could, they could, you know, they could, they could just do it. But there's enough in circulation right now that it's not so much what the tool is; it's the people. Okay, you mentioned mm-hmm. you mentioned Black Friday. Very few people are carrying guns on Black Friday, but look at how those assholes act. You know what I mean? They're beating each other. Right. They're you know stampeding. Oh, it's insane if you look at the videos. It's crazy. So it's it, it's totally carnal. It, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's it's ridiculous how primal people wanted to act over silly things. That, I mean possessions. I mean easily mm-hmm. gone and replaced. It's my TV. I'm going to kill you. It's, it's insane. Like, it's it's insane. TV. And for, for those of you guys, for, for those of you guys tuning in, this might be your first time actually hearing and knowing about the wolf. Wolf, why don't you give the listeners a little background? I know you and I know each other off social media, but I think you have a background in production. I think more music production. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, uh, not just one genre. I work with uh, a bunch of different artists as far as, um, you know, worldwide artists, Latin guys, um, rappers, hip-hop. Um, you know, I, I've sat in the studio, I've worked, you know, worked for them, worked with them, you know, it, it's, um, it's a pretty fun thing to have, you know, the, my biggest passion is music, so what better thing is next to that than working with what you love 
and uh, and just being around it, surrounded by it. You know, I I, I live in L.A., so most most of what you hear on the radio comes out of L.A. or it has to be filtered through L.A. somehow. I don't know why that is, but it it it's uh, there's a lot of whatever's in the water out here. A lot of our artists are one of the biggest stars out there. So there's something, you know, that I've taken a liking to. So that, and I, you know, got in along with a couple of bands, like, uh, which I consider families, Cypress Hill, Danzig, um, you, you, you name the genre. I, I, I can't hate it. You know, there's, a, I'm always going to find some kind of artist or, or song I'm going to like, no matter what. Yeah, no, I was just, uh, so I, can't, I can't be biased on any artist at all. Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, with Cypress Hill for their show in the in Maryland not too long ago, and it was amazing because that was my first time seeing Cypress Hill. Wow, really? Yeah, that was that was my first time and seeing this it. This is uh, this is already they're going to hit their twenty fifth uh, anniversary. It's pretty soon, I believe. Yeah, and it was amazing. Uh, it was amazing that that I was actually backstage with them, mixing it up, and uh, to have a chance to actually. Uh, you know, interact with them and then see the show. I mean, and the show is remarkable. I, I, yeah, and I can guarantee you that the way you see them backstage is exactly how they are all day. They were it's chill. Yeah, they were, they chill. Yeah, they were. We talked about it on the podcast. They were really chill. I didn't even know if they were going to, I didn't even know if there was going to be a show. They were so chill. Like they were uh-huh. laid back. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the transformation as soon as they hit the stage. Yeah. Oh, man. They're, they're, yeah, it was like, it's as if someone just, put a battery in their back and it was game on. So yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No <laughs> game faces, the body, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, uh, what, what, do, what do you got? What do you got far as, um, I know you and I have talked offline about different artists, MCs, uh, anything like that. You know, what, what should the people be listening to? Give us something. Well, Right now, I, I gotta say, you know, I, I've always, I've, I, I rep the West, you know, it's just in my heart. I've always been in love with West Coast artists and NWA, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was actually my first tape, believe it or not. And I was probably like four or five years old listening to Gin and Juice. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what it was about, but hey, I, I knew it sounded good. But, um, no, it, it, I, it literally had the tape and I, I would have cried if I didn't get the tape. <laughs> um, so I, I'm a big hip hop fan. Uh, you know, I used to be a big rock and roll fan, but it, it, it kind of died out for me. So not, not that I don't listen to rock anymore, but I had to listen to something completely opposite to enjoy listening to rock again. And, um, you know, I was kind of burned out from it, basically. So I want to say one of the newest guys that I'd like, you know, it's not really new, but under, uh, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. And this guy's a Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. He's out of Crenshaw um, over here. Um, basically, almost the street I live on. And uh, he's been out since about, I want to say 2009 or so, but he's only got about two or three albums. And, um, He's self-produced, self-hyped, all that, and he's he's not like commercial, like your your Kendricks or your Drakes or anything like that. But just as good, keeps it real in his music. Um, I think if you like real artists and you like real music and you like artists that are real, 
you know, when they get on stage, they're the same person as they were off stage, then you would totally enjoy Nipsey. Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hustle. That's a good yeah. name. All types of uh, all types of different types of uh, music that he uh, that he self produces. That um, he actually, you know, he bounces genres from, you know, he can get down on R and B, some straight, uh, you know, killer killer rhymes, or just um, just the instrumentals he produces too. It, it, all around great production, and it's all out of his pocket. Yeah, and. Um, He's he's not lying. He is what he is. Yeah, there's a there's a couple cats uh, out I, there. I think he has he has a couple big features uh, on the bigger bigger charts with like uh, the fake Rick Ross and <laughs> the game. I like that you said that. <laughs> the fake Rick Ross. <laughs> well, he, some people don't know the difference. Oh, so. we know, but <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah, it's weird with when you bring that subject up because I'm you know. It, he makes Rick Ross love him or hate him. He makes some some good songs that I see why people celebrate him so and embrace him so. But there's a line, there is a line where he's crossed when it comes to his identity, which I have a problem with, but I can see how people cannot. Like, there are a lot of artists that embrace uh, uh, you know the rapper, quote unquote, the fake Just Rick the Ross. Yeah, the image that he portrays, the, the boss. Selling, you know. Yeah, the boss, like the this, jewelry. That, that Slim Jesus kid or whatever. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you've seen the, the internet hype on that guy. Yeah, but I mean, but, he's uh, not on the level. It, he, he's it's, an it's internet. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah he, it's, it's almost the same thing, though. You know, you're, you're selling this, but you're really not that. Yeah, yeah, he's um, Slim Jesus isn't isn't really in the same. He's not in the same category as a Rick Ross, as far as the finances and the influence. But yeah, he was definitely right. with, with one song. He's viral and all that, and made a lot of noise. Here today, gone tomorrow. But he's just a, he's just a little bit of a better actor, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, most most MCs come from that same background. To Rick Ross's credit, too. Like, a, there's a lot. Take Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle's name comes mm. from Nipsey Russell. You know what I mean? So you got to know yeah, the yeah, you, you yeah. got you got to know the connection. Capone and Noriega, those are real guys. Also the, the, real the, MCs. The king of New York, you know, Frank White. Yeah, Frank I mean Biggie did it. He's Frank White. And then the differences are that Yeah, it, it was a it was a movie yeah. before it was a, you know, yeah, bar. <laughs> yeah, Frank White, of course, Biggie Smalls took that identity and ran mm-hmm. with it and we accepted it, but he wasn't he really it. Yeah. He wasn't I guess the difference is, and, and you guys can weigh in on it, I guess the difference is he wasn't just bluntly stealing someone who is alive, a real person with a real identity, with his own um, uh, family to feed, and this guy's making millions off this person's identity. That's what bothers fame. me. So that's, I, that's the part that's wrong you know is that this guy is still around and he's like not being recognized you know it's it's like well you're you're it just you know you stole the name fine okay rick but it's exactly the same and the guy is still around and he's like you're using my name and my 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 identity you can't steal my personality you know what i mean like that's not 
It's who I am. You can't steal the persona just because you thought I was in jail and I wasn't going to come out. It's tough because you know I mean? it is, like, it's, it's, it's tough. Like I'm still around. It's tough because we've we've got we've gotten so it's not an it's, it's not an not homage. an homage at all. It's completely disrespectful. If he'd done it with respect, then it would be different, you know, and recognized it and was just like, okay, yeah, I really. You know, like I like you. I like your or, history. Or at least try to admit it. Well, yeah, it, well, because yeah, if he admits it, though, if he admits it, would that would that then it's come too late with? Now. No, I mean back when when uh, papers were filed and it was a battle in court, then that would have been right. admission, so, and he would have having given up fortune for it. You see what I'm saying? I see his point mm-hmm. of view too. You know, what I mean, he's trying pick to a, pick another name. Then why are you trying to just be yourself? He's why Rick you Rose. To- <laughs> He's Rick Rose. He wouldn't. He wouldn't sell as much if it was just Rick Rose. <laughs> but, pe- but people don't care these days. A lot of a lot of people they don't care these days. You know what I mean? They don't. So there there are a lot of MCs out there today that are biting, and that term itself. Yeah. Oh, too many, too many. Yeah. Especially this year. I mean, we didn't even get anything original. I mean, K dot held it down for a whole another year. And uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but the the guy grew on me. He's actually good. Yeah. You know, uh, I think him and uh, K-Dot and Drake actually held it down this year, and everyone else was just a, a repeat of a repeat. There's a lot. There is a lot. But we, we will. We I think we're going to put Nipsey Hussle <laughs> on the list and get Mariam Tazi a copy. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's a pretty. He's got a great marketing scheme himself. And he created himself. Uh, actually, Jay Z bought a uh, hundred albums of him. He only makes a couple albums, and Jay Z bought about a hundred of them. And each one of them were about a thousand dollars. Damn. And um, bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of Nipsey Hussle's uh, CDs because he doesn't make that many. Why? Why does his albums? You said his his album costs a thousand dollars. Yeah. Why? Because uh, you, you can download it. You can download it. You can you can but go ahead and burn it or whatever. But if you it. want, if you wanted the original, oh. the hard copy, you know, it came with X's, of course. But it, you know, it came with the artwork and all that. You know, that he it just made more sense to him because you can still get a copy of a copy anywhere else. So if you want to pay for the original, then you actually got something worth your money. Because there's not too many with their, with the album, the real one. <laughs> you understand how that yeah. could work out? Now, yeah, that's pretty smart, actually, to like make it. So Jay-Z, yeah. Jay-Z just pretty much bought a, a bunch of them. I thought that was pretty cool. So it hit Jay-Z's radar. It, it's got a... It, I think if people haven't checked them out, they should. That's the shit. I'm looking at a picture of him. I was trying to figure out who's on Nipsey Hussle's uh, chain. That's Malcolm X. He's got a medallion of. Took me a second to look at that. Sorry, I was... Yep. Totally street street smart, uh, book smart. I mean, uh, the stuff he spits about, I I think it's a a lot to learn from, especially from where, where, where he's coming from. Is where I'm. I'm basically at, and um, everybody wants to come up, but nobody really has the the plan. And he's writing a res- recipe in his rhyme. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, man. I mean, it's like Joey Diaz says: everybody wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. 
God, man. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, I'll. Uh, that's right. He's not on my rotation, but I, I'm gonna look into him. And that's what we need. That's what we talk about on this show. We've talked about it on several podcasts about looking at different genres, uh, whether it's hip hop, whether it's rock, whether it's soul, whatever, and not being so closed minded. Because the older we get, the older I get, sometimes you can get you can you can put yourself in a in a corner and just. Yeah, it can Be- easily become narrow-minded. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and that, I've been that was my mistake as a youth. Yeah. I think I was way too narrow-minded, and I, I I missed a lot of good times musically. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's what we've been doing with the, uh, I don't know if you've heard the, the, some of our segments on the show with the lyrics of Fury. We've been uh, doing these uh, yeah, virtual. Yeah, I've, I've loved it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things we want to do also is kind of put certain artists out there and whether it's from the uh, golden era uh, or whether it's someone new and seeing how they pair up, even though we never know going into it who we pick. It's always (laughs) it's it's always a a guess. I love that. I love that segment because it's pulling someone totally off the wall and you, you do bring up good points on both of them. So yeah, we got we got Nipsey Hustle on the radar. So that's what's up, um, Wolf. Thanks for checking in. No problem, man. Anytime. All right, we'll check back in, Thank and you, uh, you keep those streets safe in L.A. Yeah, man. I mean, fuck. Who knows what's gonna be next? Like you said, we're just it's <laughs> looking over your shoulder, season. Well, you stay alive, brother. Yeah, just be careful. Oh, you know this. All right, we out. We out, <laughs> All right, bro. Peace. Oops. That's so, the boy. You're so good at that. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm surprised you're using your phone. I'm engineering. Yeah. <laughs> you're crappy. Okay. What do you mean my crappy phone? You complain about it all the time. Yeah, but it's, you know, you make it sound like the, the people on air don't know. They're, you know, now they think <laughs> I... A, that's an awesome phone right there. Yeah, now they think I got a flip phone or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my crappy ass phone. This guy. <laughs> That's the wolf, people. So you got to know. We got, you know, we're trying to get more boots on the street. So if you're listening and you're from, you know, Timbuktu, you know what I mean? If you're from the Carolinas, you know what I mean? If you're from uh, Finland, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're sleeping in Finland right now, okay? This ain't live. So they yeah, download she, it when they when they no, were. but I'm saying like some if you want people to call in. No, I'm not saying. I'm just saying boots on the streets can be from anywhere. It's my point, That's Miriam true. Tazi. So that's where we got the wolf out there, you know what I mean, on the West Coast. You know, that's right. Kenya. You know what I mean? Cameroon. There's stuff going on, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. There is. And there's a lot of stuff that isn't being reported. And that's Mm. that's my conflict with the podcast. Like, yeah, I love talking, you know, I talk about hip hop every blue moon, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I like talking about films every blue moon. But then sometimes I just feel obligated talking about but then, you know, I'm not really qualified. I can give you my opinion, but there lies the rift. Like, why, if if I'm going to tune into a show, why am I going to tune in to listen to this dude? Unless you know me directly. So I'd like to, you know, of course, we're in this backyard. I'd like to take advantage and, and maybe try to produce some episodes with maybe some of the state and local politicians in the area. You know what I mean? I don't know. It, it takes time an effort that we don't have because we're working so much and, you know, suck jobs, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you've got to deal with that misery. Speaking on myself, not Miriam Tazi, but, uh, and that's a whole nother can of worms I'm not going to get into right now, but it's just like, you know, I was thinking the other day I was driving, 
And I was like, you know, what makes me happy? You know, that's the question that kept, you know, food. Yep, of course. Top, top of the list. Food is, actually. <laughs> Someone asked me out the other day. They were like, food or women? And I told them straight up, you know, a woman that can make me food. But food will, will always trump at this stage in my life. Food. She's laughing because she, she <laughs> look at it, she's beside herself. Because I've seen you eat and I've heard the noises <laughs> and they come out just like, he, it's you you do really love food you love <laughs> like if i didn't you work appreciate out food so much if i did not work out <laughs> pretty tasty yeah no i'm not kidding i i three dinners on on the thanksgiving holiday no lie you know what i mean here comes the guy this this is the same guy who was just ranting and raving about the you know the treatment of native americans i had three dinners you know what i mean well i had two under one household, and then you prepared. Uh, what did you, you had the lamb? You had two at home before. Yeah, <laughs> I was fucking so full, like I couldn't even think right. You know, you ever been so full, so full you that have problems. You ever been so full where you're just pacing? You don't even know, and I'm not even walking. No, I don't. But eat I'm that pacing. Much. Yeah, that was me. I don't eat like, like that. Oh, I was an overload. But yeah, food, food is 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 definitely. One of the things uh, that definitely makes me happy. It sounds sad, but the uh, <laughs> I was just listening to myself. It sounds even more sad when you get a microphone and a headphone hooked up to you. What else makes you happy? The podcast. Also? So producing stuff, podcasting. I haven't made up any even type you of complain about engineering all the engineering time. Engineering is not an easy task. It's not not an easy task. It's uh, challenging. You like creating, right? Something and I look at all these other podcasts and I look at look at them and they're sitting on couches and stuff and they're relaxing. That's because they got a producer on the board. Working like Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got all this stuff in front of me like 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 Sulu on the Enterprise and I'm trying to figure out, you know, which way to go so we don't run into a star. You know? You're doing pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, just producing itself, production. You know, I was complaining to myself and, uh, you know, I was driving and I was thinking, I was like, yeah, that makes me happy. You know, I would like to be able to produce more episodes, more quality episodes and just, you know, within the podcast, but even outside of the podcast, like, you know, if I didn't have to, it's always if you didn't have to, you always say that, but you just got to just make the time and execute it. So that's what we do with the podcast. I'd like to write more. I'd like to produce more uh, movie treatments and scripts. I'd like to produce a couple documentaries. That stuff, producing and creating, makes me happy. It does not pay the bills. So there lies a problem. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm constantly at war with myself. And I find myself, you know, almost slipping into like a depressed state just because I feel suffocated. I feel like, you know, the stuff I don't want to do suffocates me, then forces me to eat. That was a joke. Huh. But seriously, no, all jokes aside, I know crickets. I got to work <laughs> on my stand-up routine. Jesus, crickets. No, I was talking, I was being very, being very serious though. You know, it it's suffocating to be in a, when you put yourself in a position where you're not inspired or motivated. It's not the people's fault. You know, sometimes I, I think 
to myself, ah, I don't like being around this or that, or I don't want, but it's not, you know, I get, I I take responsibility and and accountability and accept, um, you know, my position, but I don't want to accept my position for the long term. So I want, I need to, I know I need to make changes. It's just so much going on in my head and, and trying to find that inner peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the, for that, for this moment, even if no one's listening for an hour, hour and a half, I find that peace when I'm producing something. Like, you know, at nighttime, sometimes I want to start right and produce something, but I find myself so exhausted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So exhausted. You know, there's a couple of films I'd like to produce, just, just online documentaries or something. But, you know, I, the, the time and being able to be fresh. And then when I do think about this, I'm like, yo, I was like, man. My dream would be able to have the have this time where I could just produce and really see what I'm capable of. You know what I mean? And that bothers me to no end. But life goes on. So every week we produce this, um, you know, second rate podcast. I don't even know if it's second rate. It's like third, fourth, or fifth. But we're coming at you. We're coming at you. And speaking of that, I'm I'm thinking about. On my uh, route, you know, daily drive, driving in and going to the Apollo, I mean, the Apollo, the uh, Howard Theater. The Howard Theater hosts a lot of venues. It's a historic place. It's been renovated. You know what I mean? This is a place in in Washington, D.C., beautiful place. But I look at the calendar online and there's a lot of empty slots. And I see they're promoting events. I watch them close on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, and see how they promote stuff. And I look at the calendar, how bleak it is, how empty needs to be filled more. So I was thinking about going to them and approaching them and saying, you know, um, at no cost, uh, positioning doing a podcast from the Howard Theater. And in turn, I would keep doing it. You know, I'm, you know, what are we like 130 something episodes in? I would promote it through social media. Right. And all, all they, they would have to do is let me podcast from there you know, once a month or something or, 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 or when they have a, a, uh, performer makes no difference who it is. And I would interview them 30 minute interview, 15 minute interview, 20 minute interview, whatever it is, but it would be from, you know, the American Rental podcast from live at the Howard theater type deal. Ooh. And then I would promote it. And then this audience on top of, you know, whatever audience out there, people would listen and be like, Oh, Howard Theater. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people, I'm, I'm sure the, the, the Washington, D.C. community knows of the Howard Theater, but how many people are actually paying attention who's performing there? And even performers, yeah. you know what I mean, need idea. to know that venue. You're such a good and, idea. Man. And then uh, all, they, all they can say is no, but it would, in turn, it would give us access to different guests and maybe we could um, have a synergy. I just thought about that, and I don't know. I thought I would throw it at you like and see that. what you thought. I like that. Um, That's pretty cool. I think so. But then again, it's just finding it's finding the time, finding the time. Hmm. You know. Yeah. That's the trick. What's your thought? What are you looking up at the stars for? I'm just thinking. Huh? I'm just thinking. This is the first I hear of this, so it's making the wheels of my brain. Turn. I just thought about it. Just now. No. Okay. Because I was like, I thought about it maybe a day and a half, two two days ago. I think maybe, maybe a week. <laughs> it, 
it could have come in my mind, and then I really thought about it two days ago. And I was like, yeah, that's good. But then just finding the time, and then you know, being able to being able to uh, do it if they say yes, it, it almost sounds like a sweet deal for both parties, you know, because they're not doing. You know, if I look at if you look at the calendar, it's wide open, hmm. and then every every twice a month or something like three three times a month. They've got, you know, some headliners in there. I think this Sunday coming up, they have uh, Paul Mooney, stand-up comedian, Paul Mooney and Dick Gregory. I mean, I'd love to go see that. So they do stand-up and stuff there, too? So yeah, man. It's like all kinds of... So that's uh, December 6th. Uh, they have that. And then, of course, I've seen Big Daddy Kane. He's been... He, he comes there on a regular. Rakim comes there on a regular. I think EPMD's been there. Karis one has been there. Um, so there's been a lot of... Uh, Slick Rick has been there. DJ Premier has been there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, you know. Pete Rock. Really? Yeah. Naughty by Nature. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you did something funny with your nose. Did I? I didn't know I was doing it then. (laughs) What, did it flare up? The fuck? Yeah, I guess. It's crazy, man. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Oh, shit. Today's Thursday, right? The Wiz comes on tonight. I know. I haven't live. set to record. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the Wiz without Michael Jackson. Yeah, live. Mm, mm. Or Nipsey Russell. Because <laughs> Nipsey Russell was in The Wiz. Was he? Fuck yeah. Not Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> Straight up. Let's check this out real quick. I got to educate you people. <clears throat> the Wiz. I've seen The Wiz. 1978. I Many times. Nipsey Russell. Ta-da! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Nipsey Russell was in The Wiz. He's the, uh, the he's a tin man. That's kind of cool, huh? We're just talking about Nipsey Hussle. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Full that's the, circle. That's the universe. Mm-hmm. That's the universe talking. I hope it's good, I hope it's good tonight. Live, it, it would be fun to watch. I'm not going to well, watch it because I got to work a, a, a you know a night job. Uh, but yeah, I would. Yeah, it would be, to pull that off, David Allen Greer and company. You know what I mean? Stressful. Queen Latifah. The queen. You know what I mean? It's gonna. Yeah, I I'm like excited. stuff like that. I'm yeah. actually going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So that should be fun. I tell you what, I also would like to see. What I would like to see is uh, Chirac. Have you seen that? Ooh, wee! <laughs> Mary and Tazi. So, let's see if I can pull it up real quick, people. Hold on, because I'm doing some engineering things behind the scenes. You know what I mean? You can't. So, Chirac. Right there. Can you read that? No. What, the story? Yeah. A modern-day adaptation of the ancient Greek play, really, Lysistrata. Uh, really? You're <laughs> a <Dear> dick. <laughs> I wasn't going to try to read this. Um, set against the backdrop of gang violence in Chicago. Wait, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't say this by, part. I don't know how to say it in English. Aristophanes? Yeah. Is that how you say it? See, I would I would have glazed. Fun? The difference between you and I is I would have glazed over all that. I would have said a modern day adaptation of an ancient Greek play set against the backdrop <laughs> of gang violence in Chicago. <laughs> Done. 
Done deal. I can me trying to pronounce this one like that. That that, that, that hurts. I don't my, know if that's actually how it is. That hurts my brain looking at it. So Chirac I just fucked it up. Now it's all my fault. No, it's Spike Lee, and there it's getting getting hella reviews. Just came out today. Let's um it's a Spike Spike Lee joint. Yeah, but it's not in wide distribution. Mm. That's how they do us, man. It's not wide distribution, but let's let's. I'll let you guys listen. You can Google the trailer, but I'm we're gonna we're gonna look at it real quick. I think. This is an emergency. This is an emergency. Homicides in Chicago, Illinois, have surpassed the death toll of American Special Forces in Iraq. Hey, it's all Welcome to Chirac. Chirac, where we at, my city? Land of pain, misery, and strife. Everybody here got a man banging and slanging, fighting for the flag, risking that long zip of the cadaver bag. All to the bang, bang. Bang, bang. It all started with a gorgeous Nubian sister. What's up, Spinner? They call her Alyssa Strauss. A woman like no other. You just try taking away their guns. Okay, okay, the dirty poppers. Because when my gun go boom, I'll make sure a Trojan end up in the next one. cannon. Well, what else do they love? Repeat after me. I will deny all rights of access or entrance. I will deny all rights of access or entrance. Mr. Strata had them all take a solemn oath. Lock it up! Stop the murder madness or there would be no more pope. The situation's out of control because I'm in front of an empty stripper pole. That's right. You get snubbed. Oh, snap. We gonna make sure these fools put down these guns. Police signs, air day. People dying, air day. Mama's crying, air day. Father's trying, air day. Trying to get my head straight. It's the city of Chirac, and get your bed, man. Do you want justice? Please pray for my city. Too much hate in my city. Too many heartaches in my city. But I got faith in my city. This Chirac and I love that. You can't take it away from my city. Some can't relate to my city. They die every day in my city, yeah. I'm going to story of fact. Can't shoot so babies get whacked. Side is a Chirac. Y'all mad because I don't call it Chicago. Won't live in Chicago. Boy, I live in Chirac. Wow. Peace. A lot of, this is an a lot of powerful visuals in that of mm. uh, violence, gun violence. And um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a look on shutting down the violence by shutting down sex. No sex, no sex, no no nothing until you shut down, right? Isn't that what the ladies were saying? Yeah, pretty much. Right? No sex until no guns. Yeah, I mean, that, that would do it. That or Chris Rock's theory making every bullet cost $5,000. Fucking bullet cost $5,000. That would change up the whole game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the movie itself, and you you can Google the uh, the, the trailer. It's uh, a good Chirac. trailer. It definitely, very you. powerful. 
like I said, a lot of visuals, but overall very rich feel. Mm-hmm. The lighting, you know what I mean? The image, mm-hmm. uh, it, it captures um, the mood in a, in a big way. And I want to, I want to go see that. Like I said, it's not in, it's not in a uh, wide distribution, which is, which is weird. You know what I mean? Maybe Angelica will have it. It's they don't. Point. It's in Maryland. Only? Uh, Maryland, D.C., a couple theaters. Uh, but it's it's in very select theaters. And the stuff that, again, I haven't seen the movie, but I've, uh, I've uh, you know, if I was a betting man, some of the stuff that you should be seeing uh, that should be in wide distribution, it isn't. But that's for another podcast. Uh, but I like I like the overall premises of this. So funny. <laughs> what do you say? Premises? I don't say anything. Huh? Chirac. <laughs> so yeah, that's on my list. It is playing. It is out. So check, you know, look it up and find it. Because again, at the top of the hour, we were talking about gun violence. And again, of course, gun violence or violence itself, you know, at the end of the day, when you lose, when it, something as fragile as a human life is lost, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what religion, what color, you know, what they believe in. It's a life. And that's what we should all be, you know, coming together and protecting. Because we only got one shot. You know what I mean? I do. Excuse the pun. But we only have one one opportunity to, you know, to be amongst ourselves. And why waste it? Why Why be out here, you know, killing each other for something that, uh, you know, something that we can work out? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Sad. It is sad, but we need solutions. And Spike Lee has come up with a solution. You know what I mean? No pussy uh, until you guys uh, cut it out. Guys and girls cut it out. Huh? When does that work out with the gay people? I wonder if they're featured in it. We'll find out, I guess, when we go see it. Well, how does that work? But well, yeah. no, no entry. They I mean they cover the front and the back. You saw that. No so entry. Like no entry. All three. Nothing. Yeah. Everywhere. Mouth. All right. Hand? Let's not get into detail. Okay. <laughs> Your son listens to this. He doesn't listen. <laughs> he will. No one listens. Yeah, that, I find that very interesting. I also saw Creed over the uh, the holiday. So Creed uh, being one of the. Um, a spinoff of uh, the uh, successful Rocky franchise. Mm. Uh, yeah, I did. Speaking of my son, we saw that, and his first comment was when we le- when he left was he wanted to be like Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. a boxer. So mm-hmm. amazing film. I'm not going to really get into it. It's getting reviews. You guys have probably heard it, and seen it. If you're a Rocky fan, it's a must. If you're not a Rocky fan. You know, chances are uh, I don't want to know you. You know, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Because if you don't like Rocky Balboa, there's something wrong. I think there's something wrong with me because I've never, my son and I have never watched Rocky. Why haven't you? I don't know how that happened. That's weird. I slipped. It's weird. I slipped. Well, I mean, you've got plenty of time. You hadn't seen Rocky three. Oh, my God. I mean, man, come on. Do you have all of them? They're accessible. Okay. Is there like a disc I watched set? Rocky 1 and Rocky 2 yesterday. Really? Yes. 
They're on Netflix, so you can stream them if you haven't seen them. Maybe you probably. I'm going to get them for you on Blu-ray. Look, man. The whole collection. The deal is pretty simple. These collection. These should be right up in there at the Smithsonian with the Declaration of Independence. Really? The Magna Carta. Wow. You know what I mean? Really? The Mona Lisa. You know what I mean? And that fake-ass picture of Frederick Douglass. Yeah, fake. (laughs) You're talking about fake Rick Ross. You guys should go to the the, the art museum and check out fake Frederick Douglass up there. Good night. There's a picture of Frederick Douglass, hand to God, hand to God, and go see Rocky. Creed. Uh, the Frederick Douglass is like a white dude. It's not even the real Frank, Frederick Douglass. I mean, I it looks drastically different from the other portrait that you showed me. And I know we're all over the place, people. I just went from one extreme to another. But she, Mariam Tazi, the African with attitude, just brought up a uh, important subject, <laughs> which I wish I would have. I wish she would have brought up earlier so I would have had more time to talk about this. But, yeah, there's a picture. You're talking about whitewashing. Frederick, he, he's like, he's not even light-skinned. He, 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 it's a white dude, and he's got the, the hair with the part, but it, but it don't, features, it don't like, look like the Frederick Douglass. It's, it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. And that's what's up. We got we to gotta, we gotta come together, people. We got to mobilize, you know what I mean? We got to do like Chirac, you know what I mean? Shut it down. In this violence and in uh, in this uh, you know this whitewashing of Frederick Douglass, <laughs> we need to go boycott the museum and say we want, you know what I mean? I want I want the Frederick Douglass that looks like Mister Glass from Unbreakable, played by Sam Jackson in the M Night Shyamalan thriller. That's the Frederick Douglass I want with the part and the hair, the Rakim part. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Frederick Douglass was a precursor to hip hop because he knew that Rakim was going to come. You know what I mean? He yeah, knew what he was knew. up. So it all comes back to hip hop people. And that's what's up. Domino motherfucker. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle. Riddle, the American Riddle Podcast, the African Attitude.